Vox Quick Hits. Welcome back to What to Watch. I'm Alyssa Wilkinson. I'm Vox's film critic. And I'm Emily Vanderwerf. I'm Vox's critic at large. And this week we are talking about For All Mankind on Apple TV+. After thousands of years gazing up in the heavens and dreaming of this day, a man is about to set foot on the moon. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a live signal. There he is. The shock across the nation at this event is just indescribable. The Soviet cosmonaut has become the first to set foot on the moon. Okay, Emily, tell me about For All Mankind. For All Mankind is set in a world where the Soviets got to the moon first, a few weeks before the Americans did, a thing that apparently almost happened in our reality. And this created a world where the space race never ended. For All Mankind is from Battlestar Galactica showrunner and mastermind Ron Moore. He's also worked on Star Trek and Outlander and a whole bunch of things you've heard of. The current second season is set in a very different version of the 1980s, where NASA is already sort of turning its eyes toward Mars. And both the Americans and the Soviets have little colonies on the moon. It's this fascinating look at history that's also not quite history, because a lot of things are the same and a lot of things are different just because have this whole scenario rippled out from there. I love alternate history shows. I just I don't know what it is about them that make me so interested in them. I think it's that whole thing where you wonder, what if you'd made one choice differently in the past? What kind of a person would you be, but on a really big scale? Yeah. Um, what do you what do you like about this series? Well, what I like about it is that it starts out as Ron Moore being like, okay, so I have these two main characters who are played by Joel Kinnaman and Michael Dorman, just like the most stereotypically handsome white dudes you can imagine. And then in episode three, he's kind of just like, what if this show is about a bunch of lady astronauts? And then that's just kind of what it becomes. And that's not the only reason I like this show. I think it is a fascinating exploration of the American spirit and Cold War tensions and also like the ways that we are more united as humans than we are divided, while also still offering you some of that campy America versus the USSR fun. But it's also got this rich core of like, if this was different, if we really prioritized this sort of scientific exploration, how might that have changed other elements of our culture? There are some that might have been very different. You know, this is a world in which women being in space is seen as like a triumph, and that creates a ripple effect in terms of sexism and gender balance and things like that. But it's still a world where homophobia and where racism are rife. It's still a world where there's all these tensions around various different global geopolitical issues. It's just a fascinating exploration of those ideas. And also there's an episode where everybody hangs out on the moon and memorizes an episode of the Bob Newhart show. I don't know how you can't love that. (laughs) One thing I really love about Ron Moore's work is how well it thinks about social issues that we're thinking about today, Mm -hmm. but in a slightly different setting. So you kind of are disarmed a little bit and willing to maybe listen to questions about ethics or about social psychology or all these different ways of thinking about our lives together today, but through the lens of the past. I've seen a couple episodes of this show, and I'm really impressed also by how well it captures space. 
which I guess is something that Ron Moore has some experience doing. <laughs> yeah, the special effects are just fantastic in the show. It looks gorgeous, the costume design and the set design and just recapturing the world that, you know, you've seen a million times in movies and TV shows, but in a slightly different way. Like right now, this current season is set in the 1980s and it's capturing the 80s in, you know, a way that I haven't quite seen while also still letting you indulge in that 80s aesthetic. And you're really right about the social issues. There's a major storyline in season two about the character Danielle Poole, who is a black woman played by Chris Marshall, who like has proven herself as an astronaut time and time and time again, trying to get to lead a mission of her own and the structural barriers that she comes up against. And like, yeah, this is a show that's show run by a white guy. It has a diverse writer's room. So like there are certain blind spots that it has there, but it is thoughtful and it talks about this in a way that is, I think, an interesting reflection of the way that the movies and TV were talking about these issues at the time. So yeah, I, I think it is A, a wonderful show to look at, and then it sneaks into that some pretty interesting social issues storytelling. Also, again, they go to the moon. What more do you want? I <laughs> love the moon. Yeah. There might Let's, be cheese there. Let's record an episode of this show from the moon. Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. I, I think Fox will pay for it. <laughs> um, Emily, what kind of a mood should someone be in if they want to watch this show? I feel like this is kind of an optimistic show. I feel like if you want to feel better about the world while also not acknowledging its many, 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 many problems... For All Mankind is maybe a show for you. I will also say each season starts a little slow, but by the end of that season, it has really built up ahead of steam. The season finales of both seasons one and seasons two are some of the most exciting television I saw in the years they came out. And so if you are interested in a story that builds and builds and builds to a really enthralling climax, this is also the show for you. Excellent. I plan to watch the rest of it. I was entranced with the first few episodes that I saw. Okay, so what's the time commitment on this show, Emily, and how can people watch it? Right now, the first season is all available. It's on Apple TV Plus if you have access to that, which should be on Apple devices sort of automatically, or you can subscribe to it on other devices. It's $5 a month. And the first season is 10 episodes. Each is an hour. Several are a little bit over. Season two is coming out weekly. And right now it's several episodes in and it will be running through April. Well, I can't think of a place I want to visit more right now than the moon. Alyssa, I don't know why you want to move to the moon. One of the themes of For All Mankind is that we just bring our problems to the moon. Your problems are going to follow you to the moon. Well, you know, a vacation just sounds really good right now. Frankly, going to the coffee shop would feel like going to the moon <laughs> right about now. So I think For All Mankind is exactly what I'm looking for. Um, so remember last week we helped our friend Cheese find his perfect psychological thriller. And next episode, that could be you. If you would like us to recommend something for for you, email our producer, Taylor Macon, uh, taylor.macon at voxmedia.com. May like the month, can like a can can, and tell us what you're looking for. We'll see you next time. <laughs>